You're listening to Comedy Central. March 15, 2018. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tonight has a new CNN series about sex and love. Christian Amanpour is joining us, everybody. Really excited for this conversation. But first up, if you're worried because you left DNA at a crime scene, this news may brighten up your day. Twin astronauts Mark and Scott Kelly, their DNA identical for their entire lives. Until that is, one of them spent nearly a year in space. The Kelly brothers were studied to determine the effects of long-term space travel during and after Scott's time on the International Space Station. This morning, the first results from that groundbreaking study revealing that 7% of Scott Kelly's genes did not return to normal following his return to Earth two years ago, suggesting that now the identical twins are no longer completely identical. According to NASA, Scott's 340 days in orbit may have activated what scientists are now calling space genes. Like, when did scientists become so lazy about naming things? <laughs> Space genes? Imagine if that happened back in the day. Sir, what should we call those objects in the sky? Solar flares? Nah, let's just go with sun farts. <laughs> Think about it. This astronaut now has different DNA, which means his 23andMe results are gonna be totally thrown off. <laughs> You're like, guys, you won't believe this. I'm part Jamaican. Irie, Irie, <laughs> this spaceship's got me all shimmy, shimmy, cocoa puffs. <laughs> Like, are we sure that their mom didn't do this whole experiment just to cover up a secret affair? You know, just be like, that's right, boys. Your DNA is different because of space. And definitely not because Ron the Mailman once took me to heaven. <laughs> but let's move on. I don't know about you guys, but watching those kids marching yesterday against gun violence was one of the most amazing things I have ever seen. Didn't you, didn't you guys think that was amazing? It was pretty cool. even more amazing was watching all the short-circuiting that happened on Fox News. For instance, primetime anchor and guy who looks like he just walked in on his grandparents boning, Tucker Carlson. His angle was next level. If they're too young to buy guns, why should they be making my gun laws? Why should people who don't have the right to buy guns have the right to make my gun laws? It's a simple question. What's I mean, answer? they're not, they're not making your gun laws. They're the influencing law them. The, yeah, and as citizens in this country, they're allowed they're to influence citizens. the They're children. They're not, they're not of 18. Wow. Wow. Now American kids aren't even citizens? So I guess in Tucker's mind, you're Mexican until you turn 18. Is that how it works? And then you smash your piñata and social security numbers fall out. <laughs> and secondly, get the f out of here, man. If kids are old enough to be shot, they're old enough to have an opinion about being shot, okay? Like, it's not like, it's not like a school shooter walks in and asks the kid for ID, come on. But let's move on from Fox to Fox's target demographic. This week, President Trump shocked America by firing Secretary of State and human T-bone steak Rex Tillerson. <laughs> but Tillerson may have been just the first casualty in a much bigger White House purge. 
So far, more than 20 senior administration staffers have either been fired, resigned, or reassigned. And there's talk of more changes. The purge could take down a chief of staff, a national security advisor, and up to three cabinet secretaries. What ultimately happens depends on President Trump's volatile mood and available willing replacements. Okay, first of all, we all noticed the extra from Get Out in the back, right? Yeah? Okay, just checking. Just, I was like, uh... <laughs> but yes, real-life Trump has now fired more people than reality TV Trump. <laughs> and he might just be getting started. Eventually, the only person left for Trump to fire will be himself. He's be like, I'm sorry it came down to this backward Donald, but I have to let you go. You're fired. I'm fired. You're fired. Get out of the way. No, you get... Okay, you go that... No, wait, you go... You go that... And then... Ah... Uh, but Trump isn't just firing people, he's also hiring. And after Gary Cohn resigned as Trump's chief economic advisor, to help find a replacement, the president turned to his most trusted confidant, the TV in his bedroom. And he came up with the perfect man for the job. Breaking news tonight, the White House confirming that President Trump has picked cable TV host Larry Kudlow as his next top economic advisor. Kudlow replaces Gary Cohn, who resigned over the president's decision to enact new tariffs. That's right, CNBC host Larry Kudlow is Trump's new chief economic advisor, which shouldn't come as a surprise. Trump has already hired two Fox News anchors and he's apparently considering hiring a third. Basically, if Trump sees you on TV, there's a really good chance that he'll hire you. Yeah, by the time his uh, term is done, his attorney general is just gonna be Judge Judy and his housing secretary will be Bob the Builder. <laughs> which is ridiculous, but somehow still less ridiculous than Ben Carson. And since, and since Larry Kudlow will be guiding America's economic fate, we thought let's get to know him in another installment of Profiles in Tremendousness. I have the most dedicated people. I have the best people. Meet Larry Kudlow, the new chief economic advisor. He's worked on Wall Street, the Federal Reserve, the Budget Office, and for the, for the past 16 years, he's been the face of CNBC. So this guy has lived money his whole life, and it shows. I mean, he looks like a used Mercedes salesman. <laughs> but aside from being on TV, he has another key qualification for the Trump White House. He has a master's degree from the University of Obama bashing. Call it Obama's war on business. It's bad to the bone. Obama's the guy who has no leadership, no hands-on management. He looks completely inept. Our President Obama's little green go-karts, the end of freedom. I want big cars. I want SUVs. Here's the picture that bugged the hell out of me. I mean, it really pissed me off all weekend. President Obama giving a warm handshake to uh, Venezuela dictator Hugo Chavez. Look at that. Kind of a boys in the hood handshake. <laughs> kind of a boys in the hood handshake. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I never understood this obsession with how Obama greeted people. Like, so what? Black people have a different handshake, get over it. Like when white people shake hands, black people don't go, oh, what is this bizarre Fraser fist bump you're doing? <laughs> oh. So, Trump and Kudlow share hating uh, Obama. But they also have another thing in common. They love money more than anything. In fact, this was Kudlow's reaction after a thousand people died in a Japanese earthquake. The human toll here yeah. looks to be much worse than the economic toll, and we can be grateful for that. And the human toll is a tragedy, we know that. Yeah, we can be grateful for that. Thank God the money was safe. <laughs> I thought we'd have to hold a telethon to raise money for the money. Ah. 
So as a personality, I guess you can see why Trump is uh, going with Kudlow. But what about his skills? As Trump's economic advisor, Kudlow will be responsible for assessing the economy and advising the president on what to do. But given his track record, Kudlow might not be the best choice. For instance, in the mid-2000s, when many economists were warning about the impending housing market collapse, listen to how Trump's guy responds. Everyone who buys a house now in New York or Miami or in San Diego uh, assumes that the price will just keep going up and up and up, and that's what you call a bubble, That's because it doesn't I, happen. I just feel, look, at, I have a different take on this. I think the housing boom is a tremendous plus for middle-income people, for low-income people. You're not going to have a housing bubble go bust when the unemployment rate is low and the economy is growing at 3 4%. Okay, now you see, it's a little funny that he was wrong, but it's super funny that he interrupts someone to be that wrong. <laughs> like, I bet there was a guy like him before every major event in history. Just like, sir, the Titanic looks like it's going to... I have a different take on this. <laughs> I think boats break ice, not the other way around. <laughs> I think our neighbor, Charles Manson, seems a little dangerous, and we should... I have a different take on this. <laughs> He's just hangry. We should invite him over for dinner. <laughs> now, if you want to be nice to Cudlow, there were people who missed the housing bubble that led to the Great Recession, you know? It's like he didn't see the warning signs that a tsunami was about to hit. But it takes a special kind of person to be in the tsunami and deny that it's happening at all. I am declaring the recession debate is over. No recession out there, nada, not happening. There ain't no recession, that's the theme of this show. Subject closed as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> because the biggest recession of our lives was just starting. And this guy's like, no recession, don't stress, no recession. Like, it's, it's almost like the tsunami was forming, the tide's pulling out, and Cudlow's on the beach screaming, there's no tsunami, folks. Sometimes the waves just go back into the ocean to visit their parents, come on. <laughs> but be that as it may, he is now Trump's new economic advisor. So we wish Larry Cudlow the best of luck, assuming he hasn't already been fired. We'll be right back. <laughs> Tonight is CNN's chief international correspondent and host of the new series, Sex and Love Around the World. Christian Amanpour. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's always good to have you here. I, I'm gonna in, unbutton like in. you. Sorry. Oh, this is, oh, yeah, we can, you can yeah. do whatever. You always look stylish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, popping in from the UK, here for a little bit. Um, this is interesting because every time I see you, we, we, we talk about the news. Yes. You're deeply entrenched in the news, but this is a different series. Can I still talk to you about the news? You can. You, uh, yeah. It's been a crazy news day. It has. Right, uh, Robert Mueller subpoenaing Trump's The whole businesses. organization. The whole organization. With focus on any documents to deal with Russia business. So l let me ask <laughs> this, w what happens if Mueller just finds that it's money laundering? Does he walk away? I don't know. I don't think so. Everybody's saying, follow the money. Follow the money. Yeah. Except Trump. He's like, don't follow the money. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing well, to see I did here. like your, your wonderful profile of his new chief economic advisor. So He's a fascinating man, know. isn't he? Yeah. Cudlow? My favorite is the, there's no bubble. Yeah. There's no recession. <laughs> there's no crisis. <laughs> I feel like that's what Trump... <laughs> Let's hope he's 
start the new North Korean negotiator. Oh huh? man, there's no nukes. Yeah. There's nothing. Um, let's talk about the series because this is different yes. and this is this is yes. interesting. I feel like this is you doing a passion project. It's stepping is. out of the news yeah. and going, I want to focus on sex and love. <laughs> what well, is the series about? First of all, I had to try to focus on something to give me some respite right. from the stress of the times we live in, right? I can, I can understand so, that. You can understand that. Um, and I just was really fortunate to have come up with this idea to have basically persuaded and had this wonderful conversation with Anthony Bourdain of Parts Unknown. Right. You know him very well. He's on CNN. And we decided that this was a great conversation to have. And you can see I'm a little bit awkward as it starts. There I am at a table saying, so how's sex? You know, I mean, right. it's not the most, not the most profound question. Right. However, it's very much fun. This whole series in all the different cities around the world is a lot of fun. And importantly, uh, again, relative to one of your previous uh, segments just now, these women are not shafted, so to speak. Right. These women are not victims. These are the women who I found around the world in all these cities, um, even with restrictive norms around women, their lives, their sexuality, who are actually trying to change the dynamic and want to take their own happiness into their hands and don't want to live their mother's lives where everything was arranged, marriage was arranged. Right. You know, they had to do everything according to the family or according to the man. And that, that is something that makes the series different, yeah. is that it really is a celebration of women mm -hmm. controlling their sexuality yeah, yeah. within their different parameters around the mm -hmm. world. And, and it's, it's interesting to yeah. see the dynamic, because you go to different cities, yes. you speak to different women. One thing that really fascinated me was when you spoke about going to a war zone, yeah. Yep. Going to a war zone and speaking to wives and lovers and saying, how do you maintain your love and your sex in the midst of a war? Because you, you don't think of that. Like I we, know. We see something happening in Syria, mm. we forget that somebody's smashing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is what actually inspired me to do the series, that very question about those very people. Because right. all my career I have done extreme reporting in extreme conditions. So I've, I've, I've watched the human condition in the most extreme circumstances. And they're, you know, worried about survival, worried about, you know, feeding their children, right, worried about staying right. alive, this and that. And I thought, but you know what? There is another side to the coin of the human condition. And that side is happiness, it's uh, love, it's intimacy, it's sex, it's how do women, especially in these parts of the world, actually express their most basic needs? Right. How do they ask? for what is their right. Why do we all have the right to pursuit of happiness and fulfillment and all the rest of it, and they don't? In, in Japan, it's interesting because yeah. you, you, you don't just talk about the women who are unfulfilled, but you talk about a culture yeah. where they're struggling right now because, yeah. you, you know, you talk about in the series, I think it's 40% of Japanese men of virgins. Yes, I mean, and it's extraordinary. Right, and many men and women have never touched. They don't yep. touch in public. They don't know how yep. to communicate. And so sex is on the decline. It's so on the decline, and it's a very taboo subject, and they don't have words for I love you, or they don't use those wow. words. And there's a lot of really poignant in, uh, interviews in the Tokyo episode, which we just uh, saw a clip from. And at the end of this program, at this episode, we have this fabulous couple who want to buck this system and buck this trend. And they've created this thing called the Adoring Husband Society, where regularly the husband has to go and stand and shout and bellow, I love you, to their wives. That's and do you like, know what it works? That's what they have to do? Yes. As well as other things. Wait, so but you start by so they doing just, that. You just you walk out and then yes. you're like, I love you! Yes! I love you! Yes! I love yes! you! Yes! And Watch then, the show. And it's then you amazing. Smash. Yeah, what is this smash? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show again.
Sex and Love Around the World premieres March 17th at 10 p.m. on CNN. Christian Armour for everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.